When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Simpler communications. Welcome to the MLB Daily Podcast, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am your host, Brandon Karam. LJ has the day off today, but uh, we still have a pretty action-packed day within the major leagues that we want to talk about. Of course, a couple stories uh, to bring up as well, and I think uh, we should start by bringing up uh, some of the news surrounding Trevor Bauer. We'll just get right into it. So, uh, of course, Trevor Bauer over the last couple of days has been, or excuse me, I guess it was a couple of days ago it came out that uh, there's a potential sexual assault allegation against him, or there is a sexual assault allegation against him. And uh, he was supposed to pitch on Sunday, July 4th, scheduled to pitch then. The MLB has placed him on administrative leave. So that is a seven-day leave effective immediately. Uh, The MLB said they're still working with the Pasadena Police Department to, uh, yeah, just with the investigation. Uh, Not much more to say on this case right now. I mean, it's clearly unsolved. Clearly, clearly we have no idea whether or not he is innocent. So, uh, yeah, we can't really say much, but uh, other than he's been placed on administrative leave by the MLB. Another story that we are monitor- monitoring, uh, German Mercedes, a guy who is certainly a podcast favorite 
at the start of the year. He started off so hot for the White Sox. And then, of course, in May, was in a bit of controversy uh, with swinging on a 3-0 pitch, hitting a grand slam uh, when a position player was in. Him and manager Tony LaRussa certainly didn't see eye-to-eye on that. But the White Sox have optioned him to triple A. Uh, of course, like I said, started the season eight for eight, uh, was hitting 368 through the first 38 games of the year, just hitting 150, 220, 196 slash line over his past 118 plate appearances. Uh, certainly understandable why the White Sox would uh, want to option him to the minors, at least for now. I mean, when you're when you have that large of a sample size, almost 120 plate appearances, and your OPS is around three, 400, certainly reasonable for the team to want to send you down, especially when you have options like German Mercedes. So uh, at the start of the year was certainly in contention for AL uh, rookie of the year, but uh, that plan is on hold for now. And then one last story, before I run through these games, uh, actually two things, both involving the Arizona Diamondbacks. First, uh, the Diamondbacks traded Tim Locastro to the Yankees. Uh, the deal went through on Thursday, I believe. Uh, Tim Locastro, one one of the fastest players in the MLB. Uh, he had a pretty good hitting season in 2020. 2021, he's not been hitting as well, but the Yankees needed uh, – center field help. I mean, right now, the only center fielder on the roster is Brett Gardner. They've had to have Aaron Judge play a little bit in center as well to fill uh, just innings there. And the Yankees get a much-needed help in center by trading for Tim Locastro. They get much-needed speed on their team with potentially the fastest player in the league. And, uh, yeah, presumably him and Brett Gardner are going to be in a bit of a lefty righty platoon in center but uh that is is better than what the yankees had so props to brian cashman for going out and making a move like this it only cost uh one a double a pitcher yankees will have tim lacastro as an uh on their team for the next four years if they want to and uh yeah, I mean, Arizona, the next story about them is that they're telling teams that they're not going to be trading Ketel Marte. Certainly, I'd love to hear what LJ's take on this is, but uh, the Diamondbacks don't want to deal him. And, you know, that was the big name that a, a lot of teams were hoping that they would be able to trade for at the trade deadline. Certainly, the most high caliber, uh, best player that we were assuming was going to be available at the trade deadline and looks like now he's not. So uh, certainly interesting uh, that the, the Diamondbacks are, are choosing to make a move like this, but uh, yeah, I'd love to hear what LJ's thoughts on that as, you know, certainly he's a very valuable commodity and maybe they think that they're going to be able to get much more of value out of him by, by uh, keeping him around for the future and not uh, trading him at the deadline. Well, let's get into the games. We'll start off uh, with the Phillies and the Padres. We have quite a few games here, so I'll try to run through them as quick as possible. 
In this one, the Phillies go up 3-0 through the first five innings thanks to a D.D. Gregorius homer. But top nine, the Padres rally and tie it. They get a Fernando Tatis Jr. double, a Jerks and Profar, two RBI double. We're tied at three. We go to a little Madfred ball, extra innings. Top 10, the Padres unable to do anything. Bottom 10, Brad Miller comes through with an RBI walk-off double, and the Phillies win 4-3. to three. The win goes to Ranger Suarez, one and two-thirds innings out of the bullpen. Zach Wheeler was dealing once again, seven and two-thirds, four hits, no earned runs, and nine strikeouts. The loss will go to Austin Adams out of the Padres' bullpen. Chris Paddock got the start, seven innings. Four hits, three earned, and five Ks. Staying with uh, another NL West versus NL East matchup, we have the Dodgers and the Nationals. Washington jumps out to a 3-0 lead after two runs score in the second on a throwing error by by a Justin Turner. And then Humberto Ortega uh, has a sack fly. 3-0 Nats after two. Justin Turner would homer in the fourth to put L.A. on the board. And then the Dodgers drop a nine spot on the Nationals in the seventh inning. Uh, They get four RBI singles, those coming from Albert Pujols, Mookie Betts, Max Muncy, Chris Taylor, and A.J. Pollock. Or excuse me, and Chris Taylor. A.J. Pollock would hit a two-run home run to cap off that nine-run seventh inning. The Dodgers take a 10 to 3 lead. They go on to win this one 10 to 5. The win to Julio Urias now 10 and 3 on the year. Six innings, three hits, one earned, three strikeouts. The loss you can give to Sam Clay out of the Nationals bullpen. Max Scherzer, six innings, four hits, one earned, and eight Ks. Just a nightmare seventh inning for the Nats. I mean, you get six innings, a one earned ball out of your uh, best pitcher in Max Scherzer, and you have to use three pitchers to to get through that that seventh inning, and you allow nine runs, lose the lead, and ultimately that's what loses you the game. Certainly not an ideal game for Washington whatsoever. All right. Brewers and Pirates, the Brewers get on the board early, hitting three home runs in the first two innings. Willie Adamas, Jace Peterson, and Jackie Bradley Jr. all go yard. It's 3-0 after the top of the second. Pirates get on the board in the bottom of the second. Uh, Phillip Evans grounds out. That's how they score their first run. Milwaukee extends the lead in the sixth with a Tyrone Taylor RBI triple. Brian Reynolds homers in the eighth for the Pirates to try to pull them back in the game. They are unable to, and the Brewers walk away with a 7-2 victory. Adrian Hauser with the win, six and two-thirds innings, one earned and five strikeouts. JT Brubaker takes the loss, six innings, six hits, five earned, and six strikeouts for him. The Brewers have now won an MLB best 10 games in a row, certainly the hottest team in the league as we are about uh, 10 days, actually about nine days now from uh, the All-Star game. 
All right, some American League action, Blue Jays and the Rays. Toronto, they score six runs in the first two innings, and George Springer goes deep in the bottom of the first, a two-run bomb to get them on the board. In the second, they get runs from a Lourdes Gurriel double, Reese McGuire single, and Vladdy Jr. single. It's 6 nothing Toronto after two innings. In the sixth and seventh innings, the Blue Jays continue to pour it on. They score on a wild pitch in the sixth. In the seventh, Marcus Simeon and Vladdy Jr. both go yard. Vladdy's 27th on the year. Toronto takes a 10 to nothing lead. They go on to win this one 11 to 1. The win to Alec Manoa, seven innings, three hits, no earned, and 10 strikeouts. This kid looks absolutely legit so far. Uh, one of many Blue Jays young pitching prospects who could push this team over the hump in the next couple of years. The loss to another Tampa Bay or a another pitching prospect, this one from Tampa Bay and Luis Patino, five and a third, seven hits, five earned runs and five strikeouts for the youngster. All right, Cubs and Reds. This one was very low scoring. The first runs come on the board in the top of the fourth on a Jason Hayward RBI double. That puts the Cubs up one to nothing. Then in the bottom of the sixth, Joey Votto responds with a double of his own, and that scores two runs. Those are the only three runs of the game. The Reds win two to one. Very well-pitched game from both teams. The win goes to Josh Osich out of the Cincinnati bullpen. Sonny Gray got the start five innings, one earned run, and eight strikeouts. The loss goes to Alec Mills, five and two-thirds, two hits, two earned runs, and nine Ks. The save to Heath Hembry, his second on the season. The Astros and the Indians faced off, and Houston's offense has been the story of their success so far this year. Uh, they start off hot, six runs in the first three innings. Three RBI doubles from Chaz McCormick, Taylor Jones, and Carlos Correa. They get a sack fly from Chaz McCormick in the third and a Jason Castro single. It's 6 nothing after three. Cesar Hernandez will homer for the Indians, a three-run bomb in the sixth to cut the lead in half. But that's all the runs that they can score in this one. The Astros win 6-3, to three, give the win to Lance McCullers Jr., five and a third innings, two earned runs and eight strikeouts. The loss to Sam Hentges, two and two thirds, six hits, six earned, three Ks for the Indians. Ryan Presley picks up his 13th save on the season. Over in Detroit, we have the White Sox and the Tigers. Top one, Yasmani Grandal comes through with an RBI single, and then Brian Goodwin triples. It's 2-0 White Sox early. Jonathan Scope puts the Tigers on the board in the fifth with, in, with a sacrifice fly, but the White Sox pull away. In the seventh, they get a sack fly from Danny Mendick, and then in the ninth inning, Andrew Vaughn goes deep, Gavin Sheets goes deep, and Danny Mendick 
uh, will come through with an RBI single. The White Sox score five in the top of the ninth. They go on to win eight to two. Lance Lynn, once again, with a very nice start. Six innings, four hits, one earned run, nine Ks. Did walk five batters, but the season ERA sits at 2.02 now, and he's eight and three. Casey Mize takes the loss for the Tigers. Three innings, four hits, two earned, and four Ks. And he's now five and five. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. This certainly, this game... Uh, had quite the storyline surrounding it. Braves and Marlins, uh, we jump to the bottom of the first where Ronald Acuna is leading it off for the Braves. He gets hit by the first pitch of the game for Pablo Lopez, plunks Ronald Acuna the fifth time that Ronald Acuna has been hit in the last, I believe, three years against the Marlins. It was either the fifth or sixth time he's been hit. Pablo Lopez gets immediately, or not, excuse me, not immediately ejected. The umpires convene. Uh, they choose to eject Pablo Lopez. Don Mattingly comes out. He gets ejected. The Marlins pitching coach, Mel Stoudemire Jr., he gets ejected. And so Acuna gets on due to the hit by pitch. Freddie Freeman steps up next, and he, he gets a hit. And then we get a sacrifice fly, and that scores Ronald Acuna. That's the only run of the game. The Braves win one nothing. Drew Smiley five and two thirds, three hits of shutout ball. He's now six and three because he got the win. Pablo Lopez takes the loss. What a tough way to take the loss. Hits the first batter, throws one pitch. That runner comes around to score. So. He takes the loss, his line, zero innings, zero hits, one earned run, and one hit by pitch. And Will Smith with his 17th save on the season. Over to the Cardinals and Rockies series. Yadi Molina opens this up in the second with a two-run home run. St. Louis uh, goes up 2-0. The Rockies then take the lead uh, through the sixth inning as they get in Elias Diaz homer in the fifth to tie it at two and then CJ Crone doubles in the sixth that gives Colorado a three to two lead top nine the Cardinals uh, down to I believe their final out I want to say they tie the game up with a Jose Rondon single RBI single we're tied at three. We go to extras after the Rockies are unable to do anything in the bottom of the ninth. Top 10, the Cardinals score six runs, including a Harrison Bader grand slam. Cardinals go on to win this one, nine to three in 10 innings. The win to Alex Reyes, who pitches two innings, both the ninth and the 10th for the Cardinals. The loss goes to Yancy Almonte, who allows the grand slam in extras. And St. Louis, uh, who was very cold for a bit, now only one game under 500. They sit at 41 and 42. Uh, I should say they were cold after starting out very hot. All right, on to the Royals and Twins game. Minnesota scores three in the top of the first. Trevor Larnick singles to spring home two, and then Alex Kirloff 
brings home the third runner on a single of his own. Bottom two, Salvador Perez hits his 20th homer of the year. Hunter Dozier then steps up and he rips an RBI single. Then Michael A. Taylor comes through with a double and we're tied at three uh, after two innings. In the bottom of the third, Kansas City keeps the hot bats going. Hanser Alberto with a two-run bomb, his first homer of the season. Kansas City goes up 5-3. In the fifth, Carlos Santana comes through with an RBI single, and it's 6-3 KC. They go on to win this one 7-4. The win to Richard Lovelady. Two innings in relief, uh, two innings, one hit, no earned. The loss to Jay Happ, four and a third, nine hits, five earned runs. And Scott Barlow gets his third save of the year for Kansas City. All right, just a couple games left. The Orioles and the Angels. Baltimore, they were swinging very hot bats early, but so were the Angels as through four innings, the score in this one is Angels 7, Orioles 6. And how did we get there? Well, it was Trey Mancini and Domingo Leyba homering in the first two innings for the Orioles to put them up 2-0. Then Jose Iglesias ties it in the bottom of the second with his own homer for the Angels. In the third, Anthony Santander... Bases clearing three-run double to make it 5-2 Baltimore. Pedro Severino then doubles him home, and it's 6-2 Baltimore. Bottom three, Shohei Otani hits his 29th home run of the season, and Max Stassi with an RBI single. So the Angels would trail 6-4 after three innings. They take the lead in the fourth. David Fletcher singles, and then Otani with his second homer of the night, the first player to 30 home runs this year, and the Angels take a 7-6 to six lead. Top six, Austin Hayes ties it up with an RBI double. We're tied at seven through six innings, certainly an entertaining game. We jump to the bottom of the ninth where we are uh, scoreless from, from the sixth until the ninth. Bottom nine, the guy who has come through the most for the Angels this year, it seems. Jared Walsh had the clutch grand slam against Aropis Chapman the other night. He has a walk-off single that scores Shohei Otani. The Angels beat the Orioles 8-7. to The win to Rysel Iglesias, who pitches the last inning and two-thirds out of the bullpen. Griffin Canning got the start. Two and two-thirds, six hits, six earned. Not good for him. The loss to Paul Fry. Keegan Aiken got the start. Three innings, seven hits, four earned for the Orioles. All right, just three games left. Red Sox and A's. Uh, this is in Oakland, and we're scoreless till the top of the fourth when Rafi Devers, with his 25th double of the season, drives home a run. Boston takes a one nothing lead. In the fifth, Alex Verdugo will single, and the Red Sox, excuse me, have a 2-0 lead. Before, in the bottom of the seventh, Jed Lowry homers to pull Oakland within one, and then in the ninth, 
the Red Sox bring on Matt Barnes. He allows a game-tying home run to Elvis Andrus, and that sends this one to extras, where in the top of the 10th, the Red Sox are able to come through. Kike Hernandez singles home the Manfred runner. The Red Sox hold on to win in the bottom of the 10th, and uh, they win 3-2. to two. You can give... You can give credit to the win to Matt Barnes, who also blew the save tonight. Uh, but one inning, one hit, one earn, two strikeouts. The loss goes to Lou Trevino, who just got named American League Reliever of the Month uh, and still did not allow an earned run in this one, just a, just a hit. One inning, one hit, one run unearned. And the save to Adam Adovino, his sixth on the season. San Francisco and the Diamondbacks. D-backs took the first game from the Giants, the best and worst team in the league playing each other, at least in the National League. And the Giants score three runs in the first three innings, uh, capped off by an Alex Dickerson homer. The Diamondbacks then get on the board for two in the bottom of the fourth on an Esdrubal Cabrera RBI single. So the Giants would have a three to two lead through four innings. Top five, Wilmer Flores and Tyro Estrada, Yankees legend. They both come through with RBI knocks and it's five two Giants. They would run away with this one though, as they get a Lamonte Wade two run homer in the eighth and then a Tyro Estrada grand slam top nine. Giants win 11-4. Alex Wood, five innings, two earned, eight Ks, now improves to seven and three. Zach Gowan takes the loss. Two innings, five hits, three earned, and three strikeouts. All right, one last game, and then we'll get you out of here. Mariners and Rangers, top three. Brock Holt, I'm sure LJ will like this one, two RBI single, the uh, Rangers go up to nothing. Charlie Culberson top fifth with a RBI double. The Rangers go up three to zero. However, it would be downhill for them from here. Bottom five, Jake Fraley puts Seattle on the board with a solo home run. Bottom seven, Kyle Seeger hits into a force out, but there's a throwing error by shortstop Charlie Culberson that allows a run to score and it's three to two Rangers still in the lead at this point. Bottom eight, Luis Torrens hits a home run. We're tied at three and then JP Crawford singles and that drives home the fourth run. The Mariners take a four to three lead. However, the Rangers are able to tie it up in the top of the ninth. Jonah Heim with an RBI double, very clutch, and we're tied at four. We go to extra innings, top 10, Texas unable to do anything. Bottom of the 10th, all they need is a Jake Fraley RBI single to walk it off. The Mariners win five to four in 10 innings. The win to Doug Misiewicz uh, pitched the 10th inning. For Seattle, very clean. Logan Gilbert got the start, five and two-thirds, two earned and six Ks. The loss to Taylor Hearn, Kyle Gibson, five and two-thirds, five hits, one earned and seven Ks. His season ERA now at 1.98.
just having such a fantastic season. I mean, 1.98, and he's almost thrown 100 innings this year. So, uh, yeah, Kyle Gibson, certainly a name to uh, just keep aware of uh, for the trade deadline. But Mariners win 5-4, and that is going to do it for this show. Uh, talked about a couple topics at the beginning and uh, everything else we can just push off for when uh, I'm back with LJ on Saturday or on Sunday, excuse me. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the MLB Daily Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and TikTok at MLB Daily Pod. Play our daily trivia game on Twitter. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who are exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov pact to learn more and file your claim. 